0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Full Court Podcast, whatever, whatever, whatever. Fuck, man!
1: Can we have
0: anything? Can we have anything? Can we have anything? One day, I thought
1: that after that game, I would have one day to simmer down and we'll do this pod. (laughs) And then this fucking news comes out about De'Aaron Fox. Oh
0: my god. And it's...
1: And... The fracture that he has on his finger is the same exact fracture that Sabonis has on his hand. Really? But in the in the different parts of the hand, so they both have avulsion fractures, which is basically a torn ligament. But when the ligament was torn, it tears off a piece of the bone with it. Fuck. Damn. So just just our luck, avulsion fractures hurting the king's season. Ah. God. I don't I don't know if I'd rather have this or just have us be bad. Because the games so far, we played four games so far, and I've had like anxiety attacks in every single one of them.
0: Yeah, me me too, dude. Um <laughs> I'm only 23 years old, but one thing I learned in life is to uh be grateful for what you have instead of always thinking about what you don't have. And I know that sounds cliche, but that shit really makes a difference in your life. So as a Kings fan, I just want to be thankful for being the third seed in the West. I want to be thankful no, for t- <laughs> making the playoffs for the first time in 16 years. I want to be thankful for winning two playoff games.
1: Yeah, but this shit sucks, games. man. This Our shit sucks. Our first two playoff games,
0: and it's not and over for, yet. For but the
1: longest time, for the longest time, the Kings were undefeated in the playoffs for 17 years, and then we. Got two L's undefeated. in the same week. <laughs> I was enjoying undefeated is my right. life.
0: Undefeated it was undefeated. <laughs> Unde-
1: <laughs> but yeah, that's a, that's a good point. I, kept, I keep telling myself that we weren't supposed to be here, but we weren't supposed to be here. But I also tell myself, we didn't come this far just to come this far.
0: 100%. And if you're going to fucking tease us so, and win the first two games, man, finish it off.
1: All right, let's talk about that last game, game four. Game four, I feel like that was our best chance to win in San Francisco. Yeah, some pluses we came and we just out blew with, it.
0: Yeah, some pluses we came out with better energy than the third game. It was very apparent. Um, another huge plus was Keegan finally had a good game. Like I mean, great game. You know, he missed four shots, nine for thirteen, had twenty-three points. Uh, he had one of the highest plus minuses on our team, and he just had an overall great game. Um, unfortunately, it didn't. Uh, it result in a win but it is good to see um Keegan finally find his stride. Hopefully he can play that this well on Wednesday cuz we're going we're going to need it. We're going to need it. Yeah, we're going to need every every bit especially if Fox
1: is doubtful to play. I mean even if he does play, I don't expect him to be 100%. That's that's yeah. a tough that's a tough injury because that's on his shooting hand and it's the index finger which is what you need for for those touch shots and for those jump shots
0: too especially that he, especially jumpers when you have to flick your fingers um, mm-hmm. that shit is going to fucking affect That's, this shit and for for him I've, yeah he's been he's been shooting so well this series it's just he oh, actually
1: he actually leads the kings in three pointers made in this series
0: it's just ter- it's just fucking ass man it's it's no one is more disappointed than De'Aaron Fox himself. I promise you that. Mm-hmm. Like, De'Aaron, this but- has got to be the the worst shit that could possibly happen to him. Um, he probably didn't even think or expect this could possibly happen. Like, uh, this is just... He's been relatively healthy this season, and for his worst injury to, be, to come in the most, like, pivotal time of our season, just, like, it just... Uh...
1: Yeah, like... So that injury right now kind of makes me wish that we could have at least taken one of those games oh, in San Francisco. Gosh. And they say that De'Aaron Fox suffered an injury around the five-minute mark in the fourth quarter, and he still scored seven points after that. He hit that three-over Draymond, he hit that jumper over Steph, and then he hit a floater, and then hit two free throws.
0: But that's with adrenaline going. You know what I mean? Like you don't know yeah, that's with adrenaline. You don't yeah. know what you have, like what injury you just got. Um, you're you're in the middle of a game in the fourth quarter on one of the biggest sorry, not one of the biggest games of the season and you big game of the season and you're not going to fucking sit out because your hand is sore. After the game mm-hmm. though, when when everything settles down and your adrenaline settles down and all of this stuff, then you feel the pain. Yep. You and feel that pain, shit but... is broken, man. It's broken. It's it's like it's not Ja Moran, it's actually broken. So and De'Aaron Fox is
1: actually a good shooter. He actually uses utilizes the mid range game, and that's such a big part of his game. And that's that's getting taken away now.
0: Yeah, and you said that you said you said uh, he might play, but even if he does play, he's he's not gonna look the same. And that's not you know his fault. It's gonna be it's like he's he's gonna be he's not gonna be able to do a lot of the things that he's so good at because his hand. Mm-hmm. And when something's but broken one- like that, it's it's not even like so much of a, as a pain tolerance. It's like your hand can literally not do that anymore because your your finger is broken. So you have to use mm-hmm. you have to compensate compensate with like other fingers. And when you have to do that as a shooter, that's just never a good thing.
1: I just know that even though he's bound through an injury, if he's ready to go, Mike Brown is going to absolutely push the shit out of him. He's going to demand so much out of Darren Fox because. That's what superstars do. This is what legends do. If if the the Kings and De'Aaron Fox pull this out, that is a legendary run from the Kings. From De'Aaron Fox. He'll forever be immortalized in the short list of history for the Sacramento Kings.
0: He's already had a legendary run so far. I mean it's been four games, but
1: it's been four games. But I think he's top ten in career playoff scoring. All right, through four games. All right. Just saying. If we ignore the games played, De'Aaron Fox is top 10 in playoff scoring.
0: Um, what did you think about that last possession?
1: Well, the The players say that we got a good shot, but I want my superstar shooting the ball at the end. Yeah. I, so so what I heard from the post game is that basically the team was trying to run just a De'Aaron Fox ISO on Draymond Green, which mm-hmm. I don't think is a great idea. Because Draymond Green showed why he's one of the best defenders of our generation in the final three minutes of that game. But the ISO against Draymond, I have have no doubt in my mind that De'Aaron Fox would have been able to get around Draymond. But then would have been met with the wall of Kevon Looney and Draymond. Facts. But I know he was going to probably... If he wasn't going to be able to get to the basket, he was going to get to that mid-range shot. And that has been automatic for him so far.
0: It was a good idea it was like it was you want your best player to take the last shot you know Mm -hmm. and the play was for that to happen and I don't think the other players sort of say like Harrison Barnes you know when the play is Fox is getting the last shot period
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you're not really expecting to get the ball so when you do get the ball The play isn't being ran for you. You're getting the ball because the play is broken. It's kinda chaotic. Harrison Barnes got it with like a second and a half left. And he just kind of clean look. He wasn't really in a stance. He kind of just caught it upright and just chucked it up. And Mm -hmm. you just know, like, you know.
1: It looked good. When he
0: shot it, I was
1: I was like, oh, that's good. Barnes finally knocked down a three. But then I remembered it's Barnes in the playoffs.
0: Well, that's funny you say that, Angus. That's funny that you say that. <laughs> he's,
1: pl- he's playing for the Warriors now. So
0: right when I give Harrison Barnes an apology last week, this is what he does. And I want to give him some credit because he has been coming out looking like a fucking yeah. all-star. But let me, let me say this. Let me finish the sentence. In the first half of these games, in the first half of mm. these games, he is our battery. He is our motor. He runs the team. He looks when Fox isn't on the court because Fox leaves in like that six, five minute mark every first quarter. Barnes is that guy. And it's just like he plays so good. But as you watch as the game goes on, especially in that fourth quarter when he's playing like through the stretch and Mike Brown doesn't give him rest because he's vital to our team defensively and offensively, he looks tired. And there's a lot of times Mm -hmm. where he gets the ball and it's just there's no leg in the shot. You know, thank God he's so good at drawing fouls drawing fouls exactly His foul drawing has been per- really good but last game he only shot two free throws and he went three for 11 from the field 27 fucking percent one for six from three six seventeen percent from three and he didn't really do shit else he had three rebounds one assist and a negative 12 plus minus in yeah. 30 minutes so that's a non-factor if you're a starter like that like just once again and I'm sure, I'm sure the Warriors fans did not help his case. But just, ugh, I don't, I don't want to keep going, man. I just, I, uh. There was,
1: there was a lot of history behind that shot. I, I'm almost certain that if Barnes would have made that shot. Like SB Nation would have done a rewinder about how historic Harrison Barnes shot was, because we, when we think about the 2016 NBA Finals, Warriors fans will always blame Harrison Barnes. For going 5-for-24 from 3 during those finals. And Draymond Green is known for blaming Harrison Barnes. And he was also known for recruiting Kevin Durant to come to the Warriors. But of course, getting Kevin Durant to go to the Warriors meant that the Warriors had to get rid of Harrison Barnes and Andrew Bogut. Draymond didn't care. He wanted to get rid of Barnes. Because he, he was playing for the Cavs in 2016. And um, as a result of that, Barnes didn't in- invite everyone from that Warriors team to his wedding except for Draymond Green.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's a real so it's the pettiness, right there.
1: And we know, we both know that Harrison Barnes is literally the most quietest, most like professional guy in the. He's presidential. He's mo- he's like the most mature guy in the King's locker room. Definitely, but I. I know that if he made that shot, he would have let Draymond hear it. He was—it was, was going to be redemption. It was going to be part of his redemption arc. But now the the Kings and our fans, our our me and you, we have to live with that brick, a Harrison brick.
0: I was actually not watching that. I was in the car listening to the game, and. Mm. Once I heard that Harrison Barnes took the last shot, I was just like, I just I almost pulled over. I, I, <laughs> bro, but but Barnes for the last shot. I remember his shot against the Suns last oh, year. Yeah. Luke you Walton days. Luke Walton days, bro. He was our go-to guy for some fucking odd-ass reason. But I don't know, bro. He hasn't shown that this year, and Mike Brown doesn't trust him.
1: I think he trusts him in a different way, just not on the... Just, just not, not like...
0: Just not like that. Like, we need a bucket, three seconds left. Like, it's just... We, he's not that guy. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie to you, Angus. I love Harrison... Okay, I'm not going to say that. that's a That's an No, statement. you're not going to love him. I don't love that's Harrison Barnes. I, I love Harrison Barnes, and I've said this before. I love Harrison Barnes when he plays good, and I hate Harrison... I'm not going to use hate. It's a strong word. And I dislike Harrison Barnes when he plays bad. I dislike him a lot when he plays bad. And he played bad yesterday. Um... Something kind of bothered me. Yeah, it's not me. All on Barnes. No, no, this yeah. loss is not on Barnes. We'll get we'll get to what why we kind of lost in a bit, but that press conference after the game is kind of is just. I know this is this may not be a, a good opinion, but it just pissed me off. I was, I was like, bro, you are too okay with missing that shot. You know what I mean? I don't know if you watched it or heard what he said, but. Bro was like, ugh. And I know him not him getting that last shot wasn't necessarily his fault, but at the same time, bro, like I said, he wasn't even set in a stance or nothing. Like, he just bro was, like, just watching. And he, he, yeah. would just, he just, it was a good shot. Move on to the next. Got to win the next game. And it's like,
1: bro. I mean, I, I think that's the mentality he has to have. He, everyone knows him as the guy that keeps the Kings calm. Everyone on the team credits Harrison Barnes with being the one that, that brings everyone down to earth. So I feel like as a leader of this team, that's how he has to react. Like, you're not supposed to get too high or get too low because we know that if you play with your emotions, you're not going to play well.
0: Yeah, that's true. I I agree. That's why I said it's a bad opinion. It's a bad opinion, but I just couldn't help but feel that way, you know? Yeah, no, I get it
1: because you're a shooter, all right? Enoch Lee's a shooter. Shooter, I mean, look at his max preps. You'll see his percentages. (laughs) Don't
0: look at my max preps, bro. (laughs) All
1: right, but I think the reason why he wasn't set is because... And this is probably bad timing, but he was setting a screen to get Steph to guard Fox. Mm-hmm. But the, the Warriors were trying so hard not to switch that because if Curry was on Fox, that would have been the straight line drive to the rim.
0: And let's give them credit on that because they, the reason Fox had to give it up was because he lost the ball a little bit because he was getting double teamed. Yeah. Wow. So and
1: Draymond, had- Draymond is still so good defending the ball. I don't know how he does it. He can guard Sabonis and Fox and like you think of him as this really slow 67 big but he is he's keeping up with Fox on his drives he's using his hands and he's not getting bodied by Sabonis either uh i i really admire Draymond's first performance even though it absolutely crushed my heart that the kings lost i just never seen that type of defensive performance from anyone
0: yeah um but yeah let's get into why like, what, what was it, you know, that, that we, we started the first half great. Keegan was hitting the shots. Mm. We had a comfortable, I mean, it wasn't a huge lead, but I think we ended the half with, like, a six-point lead, um, and we were up for most of the half. Like, what happened in that second half that just, you know, just what happened?
1: Second half, the third, everyone knows the third quarter is when the Warriors smell blood, but then especially the third quarter is also, yeah, especially at home, and the third quarter is also the Kings' best quarter because that's when Mike Brown gets everyone riled up and up in the locker room mm-hmm. he re- makes his adjustments and it was a pretty much a back and forth battle in the third quarter the Warriors gained a little bit of a lead but then they closed off the quarter so well they they closed it off I think on the seven zero run with uh Clay Thompson hitting a three in the corner at the buzzer to bring a 10-point lead into the fourth and the arena was going crazy but like we've seen from the Kings all season long and what we've seen so far in this series is that they're able to withstand the Warriors' punches or stomps, you know. And the Kings did just that. De- Keegan Murray hit some great shots. Um, Kevin Hurden didn't hit shots. Malik Monk. Malik Monk Once came alive four, in bro. the second half. Yeah. And honestly, we we rallied to make it a one-point game with about four minutes left. But we just couldn't get the lead. Like we would get on a fast break, and then we would shoot a crappy layup, or like I don't know. There was a possession, three minutes. I think Malik went down the court, and then he decided to go two on one against Klay Thompson and Draymond Green, and got smacked. And he was begging for a foul call, but foul baiting doesn't work in the playoffs like that. And if there's not enough contact, Doris
0: Burke started giving a shit.
1: Yeah, that was the play. Doors Burke started giving a shit, saying, <laughs> "This your inexperience is showing." Yeah, like, I, I, I love, I love Doors Burke, but then if you're gonna say that, then why didn't you, why didn't you call out Curry for calling a timeout when they didn't have a timeout?
0: Well, she was <laughs> like correct, that's, I agreed with her because, like, what she was saying was that it's too early in the shot clock, and I totally fucking agreed. Like, it was it, too early in the w- shot clock, and, and it Monk was way did, like, too early. Monk had like two shots like that in the in the clutch, like in the last four minutes, he shot like two shots. Mm-hmm. I just look really rushed. And
1: and Sabonis, too.
0: Our whole team. Uh, yeah, I, it's. Yeah, man. Um, game five is going to be a very critical game, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I think even if Fox does play, he's probably going to play around 30 minutes max. He's not going to be in 38, 40, 30, 42 minutes like he has been. It's going to be thirty minutes max, and it's not going to so be a lot more. Davion Mitchell, huh? and it's going to be like seventeen points if he plays good. I think, yeah. That, I was going to ask you, what do you think? Like if De- if Darren, obviously Darren f- starts if he plays. If Darren doesn't start, or or if he just plays less, who is going to be that guy that either fits fills in that starting role, or just fills in those minutes? You know, is it Malik or is it Davion?
1: I think Davion is going to start because um, during the course of the season, that lineup, our starting lineup, but instead of Davion is De'Aaron has been our second most effective lineup in terms of offense. In terms of net rating, we ha- we maintain the same offensive rating, but we have a better defensive rating, and that hasn't changed in the playoffs. Um, in the playoffs, that lineup of Davion Mitchell, Kevin Herter, Harrison Barnes, Keegan Murray, and Demonte bonus has played. Only nine minutes so far in the playoffs. But in those nine minutes, they have a defensive rating of 55. So basically, whenever those those five are on the court, um, they only allow the Warriors to score 55 points per 100 possessions. Sheesh. And I think this Kings team, Mike Brown prides the team on being able to win in multiple ways. And we know right now the shot isn't falling. Hopefully that changes game five. But even without our shots falling, we still won half the games in this series because this team knows how to win in different ways. You, Mike Brown preaches the importance of winning the possession battle because we know the more possessions you have, the more chances you have to score. And there's no way an offense this potent is going to miss on two straight possessions that, that often. So we're going to let our offense do its job we're gonna hope that Sabonis is gonna actually step up because he's having a horrible series so far, and he, he I don't blame him. He's going against one of the best interior defenses in the league, and they're really, they're really exposing his lack of a post game. He he's really, yeah. he yeah. he's a play finisher and he's a playmaking hub, but he's not Hakeem Olajuwon that will back you down and then. Do a little shake, dream shake to get open. Bro, and he, his his he doesn't even his post hook that, is though. not consistent.
0: You know what he needs? He needs two things. He needs that Rashawn, he needs that Rashawn Holmes oh. floater from the 10-12 foot range. And he needs to fucking make those 20-foot jump shots. Like, every time he shoots that shit, I'm like, why? Mm-hmm. And... And yeah, it's just he, like he needs that many. dude. The offense is letting you. Sh- Sorry, not the offense. The defense is letting you shoot that for a fucking reason. Yeah, they want you. You're They're open, begging you to shoot that shot. Yeah, and, 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 and every time he shoots it, it just clank. I was like, mm-hmm. it might as well just give them the ball. Just give them the fucking ball.
1: Okay, but then our second option. This is our our second option on offense tends to be that Kevin Herter... And Sabonis two-man game, but how are you gonna how how is that gonna be effective when the Warriors are sagging off so hard off Sabonis and they're not even respecting Kevin Herter's jump shot anymore? Like that has to be our main yeah, Kevin Herter hasn't shown much. And I know we love Kayvon here, and I know that he scores 27 points against the Sixers in game seven in 2021, but (laughs) outside of that, his his playoff career has been pretty lackadaisical. For his career, he's only averaging just under 11 points per game in the playoffs and shooting under 35% from three. So he's not really a playoff player. He's He turns into Landry Schammett in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, that's a good comparison. And, <laughs> you think so? I think so. This this year. This year. Yeah. But I,
1: yeah. I just know he has it in him. He has it in him.
0: Obviously, he's better than Landry Schammett, but Yeah
1: because he's taller, longer. But one and has a 2 point game.
0: Yeah. But it's not by much. Um But yeah, uh if we s- figure out first of all, if we lose t- on Wednesday night, we we lose the series. I'm am mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a firm believer of that. Uh I I saw something that said winner of game four will win the series. And I agreed with that. So it just sucks I that did. we fucking lost.
1: Yeah, um, I did agree with that because so, that was such a pivotal game.
0: I know. So I got my fingers crossed. Um, but if we do pull it out, the winner of this series goes on to play the winner of the Memphis Grizzlies and the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh That game today was a great fucking game. Uh, it, great game. It went into OT. There's so many narratives in this game. Uh one, I want to give John John Morant his respect. Didn't have a very efficient game. But you know how last week I said Well, I don't know if it was last week, but I said, uh like John Morant has one hand and like I don't know if he can dunk with his left hand, blah blah blah. You know what I mean? Oh he did. He did. Big time. <laughs> bro Bro is is good. I uh if if I didn't respect John Morant before, I respect him now.
1: Oh, God, that buzzer-beating dunk he had to end the third quarter around wild. Rui Hachimura. Jesus. That was he switched wild. his hands midair.
0: It was like a double he clutch. Right. Like, kind of like, I don't know. It was some crazy shit. It looked like he was going to lay it up, and he just dunked it.
1: I don't know how he has body control like that. Usually when you swing the ball in midair, your body
0: shifts that direction, but
1: he just stayed still, yeah, and yeah. then he just
0: punched it in. Yeah, but uh, um, Grizzlies went heavy on the minutes for their starting five uh none of them mm-hmm. played below 40 minutes um Jer- uh dylan brooks was the lowest amount of minutes and he played 40 uh 41 minutes um another narrative though my guy desmond fucking bain
1: desmond bain
0: I- i'm sorry is he a two or three year player i think he's three right yeah this is year
1: three yep year three
0: no this is his second year
1: no, this is his third year. He was drafted the same year as Tyrese Halliburton. You gonna fact check me on that? I am.
0: You're right. <laughs> You're right. You're right. He is. Okay. <laughs> um, but this is his first real year in the playoffs. Um his his rookie year, you know, I think that was that playing year against the Warriors. Um, and they went on to lose in the first round. But this year, you're starting to see the full package of Desmond Bain: broken, mm-hmm. create his own shot, broken bro play make, broken drive, broken shoot. Obviously, actually today he didn't shoot well, but man had 36, going three for 12 from three, and shooting 45% from the field, including those three pointers. So, although they lost, yeah. it was not Desmond Bain's fault, and you're starting to see the rising of a fucking star, and um, and you. <laughs> Who was the better player tonight? I know John Moran's fucking hurt, but Desmond Bain was the best player on the floor tonight on both sides of the, on both teams. He had to be. He had to be. One hundred percent. Yeah, they he, needed they needed this win, LeBron. so they needed this win. Um, but because they lost, the narrative now is LeBron James. LeBron
1: James. Yeah, LeBron had a twenty twenty game at the age of. Was he 39, 38? Doesn't matter. He's old as shit. He's old. He's getting gray. Right. And he's he's doing that. But I felt like for a lot of the game, he did not look aggressive on offense. And I can I can see why he's old, and this is why they wanted to get younger at the trade deadline. But this is the playoffs. We we know that LeBron likes to save his energy for the playoffs, but where was the energy? I'm, I'm glad he took it upon him to win the game, but I felt like this is one of those games for LeBron where he could have just taken over in the fourth and did it himself. He like, did. He, 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 he did take it over in the last two minutes, but I was just expecting more of a dominant performance from him. For me, For Instead of just passing off to Austin Reeves and Dennis Schroeder in the fourth.
0: I, I have to disagree with you here, bro. It looked like a dominant performance from him. And I even though he wasn't on the ball every single possession on offense— he was on every play bro took two charges in the fourth quarter he had two mm. blocks in the fourth quarter like crucial blocks he had two drives in the clutch not to mention the game-winning layup against dylan brooks bro was everywhere 20 rebounds seven assists two blocks 20 22 points he did the little things didn't shoot a lot you're right Anthony Davis had even a worse game than. Yes, actually, that's if we're going to talk about th- anybody, let's talk about yeah, the Anthony younger Davis. Anthony Davis. Let's not talk about the fucking thirty-eight-year-old LeBron who had twenty-twenty and 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 the game winner. Let's talk about the fucking Anthony Davis. The, Anthony Davis, the focal point of this team, needs to perform
1: better. He he had an amazing game in Game three, 30 points, seventeen rebounds, and then he comes out so flat like this. Don't get me wrong. He was still amazing on defense. I think this game kind of showed why he's a defensive player of the year over Jaron Jackson. Yeah, he played great on have the enough, defensive like, side. Like, like, deterred every single shot. Even Black Jaws' a uh, game winner at the end. But I just, it's like, and those he are wasn't winning plays. Post possession, he wasn't trying to get post possession, like position against Desmond Bain. Desmond Bain is strong, but you're literally probably. <laughs> Like ten inches taller than Desmond Bain. No, Desmond Bain Post was bothering. He got a
0: he got an offensive foul on Desmond Bain.
1: Oh yeah, because he pushed in, him off. offensive foul. He, that, yeah. that,
0: you don't push people off if you're bigger than them unless they're bothering you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and you could see Anthony Davis is is a tall guy, but he's not a big guy, and oh man, we're not gonna talk about Anthony Davis's terrible game because they won. Um, let's talk about D'Angelo Russell. Went 0 for five from three, then hits three straight threes to turn the entire game around. So if anyone no. gets the MVP of this game, I think it should be D'Lo and LeBron should just share the MVP. Ends up fouling but D'Lo out. And fouled
1: out. He fouled yeah. out
0: in this fourth quarter. Yes, but he used the whole reason they were even back in that game. Like, yeah, they would. They were. They lost that game, and he hit three straight threes, and they were in the game, and they had the lead after that. He did his job. They were
1: down by seven, and then he went on a 9-0 run by himself. You don't know how hard it is
0: to make two consecutive threes after you go 0 for 5. Over
1: Jaron Jackson. Over Jaron Jackson. Yeah,
0: after you go 0 for 5 from three, let alone three in the fourth quarter of a a pivotal game in the playoffs. Props to D'Angelo Russell, man. And he's been kind of up and down this series, but when it counts... Uh, this was a big win for them, and and a lot of that, a lot of credit has to go to him. Um, and when you have this level of talent on the team, and
1: Anthony Davis, and LeBron James, like D'Angelo Russell doesn't need to do much, yeah, to help this team win, because he hasn't. He's been pretty non-existent so far in the series. Yeah, he has. And in this game, he he has 17 points, and he was able to knock down clutch threes. You need more than but three it's assists, that, though. Yeah, he needs more, especially when LeBron goes to the bench. And Dennis Schroeder, Dennis Schroeder only has one ass- one assist, but who needs assists when you have Austin Reeves running your offense? Austin, Austin Reeves. Reeves with
0: another great game. Great game from Austin Reeves. I think I told you. I, I think I told you beginning before, uh, right after playoffs ended last year, there was a news article saying that the Lakers staff couldn't get Austin Reeves to leave the gym. And
1: oh, like, they said that about Davion Mitchell too.
0: Yeah, but and I told you, <laughs> like, and I I think I sent that post to you, and I said. He's going to be good this year, because he's going to put the work. He puts in the work. He already has the potential, but the fact that he's the hardest working player on that team, mm-hmm. you just got to know that his time is coming. And it didn't happen right out of the gates in the in the beginning of the season. But as the season rolled through, and towards the end, Austin Reeves is is very probably most their most important piece on the offensive side. Yeah. Besides what, their. Stars. What I like
1: about him, what I like about him is that. He's able to draw free throws. He's, he's extremely crafty with the ball. And, like, a lot of people think he's a shooter. I don't know why. I mean, can you tell why? I don't know why people think he's a shooter. Because he's white. But, yeah. <laughs> but um, he his game is so much more than that. He he throws great outlet passes. Yep. He knows how to make, like, his passes are perfect. He has he, good pace. He knows how to, yeah, great pace. In the half and court, he's never, which
0: is rare. Kind of like Jalen mm. Brunson.
1: And he has that little turnaround jumper in the in the lane that goes in, like, 75% of the time. And that's a great shot to have. I've been practicing that shot, and, like, in pickup, I'm damn near unstoppable with that. So, I can relate to Austin Reeves, AR-15.
0: He's kind of like that one dude, like uh, Alex Caruso, where you just kind of root for because he's like that meme kid. But this guy... Yeah,
1: but the offensive.
0: Yeah. Alex this, Caruso on offense. This guy is going to get a He He's actually good. He... He's, he can be good on any team. So, he has a free a, agent this year. They have a piece there for sure. They're going to have to spend some money if they want him back.
1: Might be hard because you know the Lakers might sh- try to go for Kyrie. I don't know
0: though. They're always trying to get the big stars. I don't know about that, man. Um, I, I did see something today though. Uh, I'm sure you saw it too. Rumored that Damian Lillard could go to the fucking Nets. <sighs> what? <laughs> what? I don't
1: I don't like this because this shit's on my Dame Lillard to the Hawks agenda.
0: Not right. necessarily. This isn't set in stone or anything.
1: Isn't it isn't set in stone, but but I think he's he was fit in so much better with the Hawks. I feel like that's more of a championship team. I don't
0: but know, yes. man. I don't. I, I don't know. Nick Claxton, who's a, a future All Star. Mikkel Bridges, who's a future All Star. You know, Spence yeah. off the bench, like. Uh, yeah, Cam I'm Johnson. glad you said
1: Spence off the bench. I'm glad huh? you're saying Spence off the bench because knowing your ass, you would have said, "Oh, Spence and Dame starting backcourt."
0: Hey, I could see that too. I could see that too.
1: Bro, I like Spetter that actually. Dinwiddie you know what? No, 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 no. Dribble. I like
0: that better. Who are you gonna? Who are you gonna start? Seth Curry? Fuck out of here.
1: <laughs> no, no. I would start Dame Lillard, uh, Mikkel Bridges at the two, then Cam Johnson, uh, Dorian Finney Smith, and then Nick Claxton. That size. That's that's, that's, size. that's giving you so many things that Dame Lillard never has. Uh, long perimeter players that can make threes and defend. That gives you four of them. Right there, you you for have game a to play with.
0: you have a lot of options if you have that. Uh, you kind of you're kind of built like the the Celtics after that, which is yeah,
1: you are built like the Celtics. But I still think that team will still be one piece away from competing with the Celtics, like because Al the Celtics Horford
0: are away. Al Horford mm-hmm, piece, yeah. Marcus Smart piece yep. away. We're talking or about uh, White. Spencer
1: Spencer Dinwiddie can be Derek White and Marcus Smart, right?
0: No. No, because
1: he got a bigger bag, right? He's, nowhere,
0: he, he's there's no he's nowhere near as good as either of them on the defensive end of the floor. And I think Derek White is a better shooter than all three of those players.
1: I think I think Derek White is better than Spencer Dinwiddie.
0: At this moment, I would have to agree with you. 100%. He is so
1: good. He is very Derek good. Derek White is so good. I don't even. I don't, I'm not trying to watch the Hawks and Celtics series because I know that that series is ass. But I watch it purely for Derek White.
0: Derek White is, is is putting on a clinic every single game. I, you, I I I totally understand what you mean by I watch the games for Derek White. Because he's just he's not very flashy, but when it comes to winning basketball, like he's every coach's dream. Yeah. Does everything and, right on the defensive side, does everything right on the offensive side, doesn't turn the ball over, doesn't miss a lot of shots, doesn't hog the ball. It's just He's just the perfect point guard for a team that's loaded with talent.
1: I saw his stat, and Derek White is ranked in the top 10 in terms of rim protection. What the fuck? Uh, a, yes, yes. So basically, opponents shoot, I think they shoot 11% worse than their average field goal percentage when they're being defended by Derek White at the rim.
0: That's crazy. That's probably because he's, he's a just six very good. guard. It's probably just because he's very good at like timing, and yeah, actually getting at the ball instead of just jumping high.
1: Yeah. So yeah, he. I don't know if you remember during um, one of those Kings Warriors game. I think it was probably game two, but it was similar to when Steph Curry was driving for a layup on a fast break. Davion Mitchell was backing up, backing up. But then he still was able to bother Steph Curry's shot. That's the type of defense that Derek White plays consistently, in the half court and in the full court.
0: Yeah, The Celtics being team, that
1: good, Celtics
0: team is deep. I'm not going to lie, why' you. I'm not watching this talk series. They're my favorites for the East. And I don't. I, think mean, the I don't way, think it's even close because Embiid is Embiid is injured. The
1: you can't Bucks, get you can't get twenty games out of him.
0: The Bucks might. The bu- yeah, people forget how long the playoffs is. It's like seven best of seven series four times. Like if you want yeah. a guy to be healthy and go all the way to the finals, like he's gonna have to play a minimum of... at least
1: twenty games. At least yeah, twenty games.
0: At least twenty games. If you fucking yeah. So it's just yeah. Um, I don't have faith in Harden or Embiid. I don't have faith in the Bucks because they're gonna fucking get swept in the not swept, but they're they're gonna get balanced in the first round. Um. By Jimmy Buck- Buckets,
1: Hemi Butler. Jesus Hem- Christ, what a what a performance from Jimmy 20, Butler tonight! Was it
0: twenty two or twenty points in the first quarter of that game?
1: He had twenty two in the first quarter, and then he had seventeen in the final five minutes of the fourth.
0: Finishes with fifty six points.
1: That's the last minute of that game. Was fucking outrageous. Jimmy Butler had back to back step back threes over Drew Holiday, and he g- runs around the arena saying, "This is my home." Yeah, he was this fired up. I love
0: it. I Jimmy, love it.
1: Playoff Jimmy is different. I think <clears throat> I he's truly one of those players that can turn it on when playoffs come, and we've seen it year after year. I can, <laughs> in terms of playoff performers, I think Jimmy Butler's. Top ten, if not top fifteen.
0: Um, in current players, amongst current players, all time. Oh, Angus! All time, Angus.
1: He has no rings to show for it, but good God, he performs in the playoffs.
0: You're tripping, bro!
1: Fifty-six points in the playoffs. Do you, do you understand that's top six all-time playoff scoring games?
0: Yeah, that's good. that's great. That's great. But to say he's top Only- ten of all time in the playoffs.
1: Okay, okay, okay. This performance, this performance that he had today, would would you say that's top ten?
0: Uh, yeah, I I I don't know. I think it's I think it loses significance because it's in the first round. Mm. And I think and I th- but I do I, I do think it holds a lot of significance because no one expected it's a them eight seed, exactly. No one expected them to, and especially me and you talked about. It doesn't matter who makes the eight seed; like they're just going to get blown off by the fucking Bucks.
1: Mm, that's true. We
0: both said that. We both yeah, said we did that. Both say that. We said it doesn't matter who's the 7th well, or 8th seed.
1: Well, I was expecting the Heat to be the seventh seed yes, because they're in did. that playing game. Yes, I remember we both did. So that's why we said. <laughs> that's why we said what we said about the eight seed. That's All right. True. So that's in true. case in case it was following, that's <laughs> I swear to God, I did not expect Bucks Heat first round. I fully expected Celtics heat in the first round, and honestly, Jimmy Butler could have had the same performance against the Celtics.
0: It's so. these these guys. Um, <clears throat> no, they they would get blown out by the Celtics. This yeah. Plus, uh, um, Giannis going down in that second game or first game? I don't know what it was. That it was the first game. He only played eleven minutes
1: before this game.
0: That. Set the tone for that this series, and it's so unfortunate um, with teams like the Clippers and the Bucks. It just ends so fast when you're having when you had a, such a great either chance or season to show for it, mm-hmm. and it ends like this. Oh yeah, put sack on the list too. So I don't think it's over. I don't think it's over for the Bucks.
1: Giannis played today, and he had a great game. He had a triple double, and he came out aggressive in the first quarter. And then throughout the game, he had these little pick-and-rolls with Brook Lopez that led to lobs. And it looked like the Heat could not stop that because you have these two seven-footers literally running a pick-and-roll with each other. Yeah, the I passes mean, are going to be perfect. No one's going to be able to catch those passes besides Brook Lopez
0: and Giannis. Yeah, I mean, he dropped a cool 36 on him. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's crazy. That's,
1: and it, but it just got eclipsed by Jamie Willard's performance. You think they have
0: a chance trailing 3-1?
1: I think out of all there's a lot of series right now that's 3 1. The only one that's not 3 1 is the Net series and the King series. Mm-hmm. And I think that the Bucks yeah, the Net have the greatest over, potential. The yeah, the Net series is over. Uh the this Buck series has the potential to be the Bucks have the, the potential to come back. I think they're the only team with the potential to come back from 3 1.
0: Yeah, so next game they play in Milwaukee. And then it's Miami, yeah. and then it's Milwaukee again. So that could definitely happen. Uh, they need to win. Obviously, they need to win every game. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I I agree. If any if there's any team that could do it, um, it's Milwaukee.
1: Yeah, because I don't see the Clippers able to do it. Because Kawhi is already listed as out for Game Five.
0: Let's talk and... about that a little, because 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 that shit. Um, that's, that sucks if you're a Clippers fan because he was playing so damn good and you kind of thought you're playing you, like a top five player and you, and you kind of thought that you had a chance not only to get past the Phoenix Suns, but maybe even go to the finals. Yeah. Cause they would have had to play, they would have played the Clippers
1: in the second round. I mean the, the nuggets, not the Clippers, the Clippers would have to play the Nuggets in the second round. And I think that's a, that's a bad matchup. For Jokic, because you know they're gonna involve him in a lot of pick and roll, and once when, Ka- when Kawhi goes against Jokic on a switch and a pick and roll, you know Kawhi's getting the, those two points.
0: Yeah, I mean Kawhi's a bad match for any team, any team. He's he's a bad matchup for your best player, and he's a bad matchup for your best defender. Mm, yeah. So so. Poor- but that that just yeah that just it's just unfortunate. You got to feel for Tyloo. Crazy shit that Stephen A said the other day about him being the worst superstar ever. Mm. In terms of No, I
1: get I get what he was saying. I get, I get, I what, he get saying. what
0: he was saying. I get what he was saying. But like how much of this is hit like, like how much of this is his doing? Like 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 it it's not like he chose to get hurt. It's not like yeah. he hasn't been preparing his body. It's not like he doesn't rest his body. Like it's not like he doesn't know his body. The whole point he rests is because he knows his body. So, yeah. I don't know. I think that's and unfair th- to put that on him.
1: And I think it especially how, with how good
0: he's been playing.
1: Because, yeah, he's been playing extremely well. Actually, I, I like an all time level type of performance. And you know that if you have Kawhi Leonard on your team in the playoffs, you have a chance to win the finals. But part of me feels that Kawhi himself feels like he has nothing else to prove. Like, he already brought a championship to Toronto. He already won one with the Spurs. And now he chose to come to L.A. just so he could be around his family, be in his hometown. So part of I, me feels nah. like... I think you're... He, I he, think... He,
0: no, that can't be it. No, no, no. I, I disagree.
1: Because why else would he get Paul George to come to L.A. with him? You think yeah, that.
0: Why? why else would he play his fucking ass off against the favorites in the West? Because he still has so that chip a, on his shoulder. He, Trust he me. He always will. He's a
1: competitive person. But yeah. Um, it's, it's unfortunate because I kind of agree with what Stephen A. Smith says. Like he's a superstar. But every time he gets a star, I mean gets a light shown on him, he gets injured. But the thing I like about Kawhi is that he never is in any type of drama. He never says anything. He's... He keeps but that's what Stephen A
0: had to say about yeah. him that was bad.
1: Cause he gets no quotables, because he doesn't offer the media any chance for anyone to maybe mislead his quotes.
0: At the same time though, like if he you doesn't want doesn't get a any media player, attention. If you're the Clippers and you want a player to make you more popular than the Lakers, Kawhi is like the last guy you, you want. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That <laughs> <He's>, is true. <laughs> like he's the best player, like talent wise. But if you want to be a popular team, like Kawhi is, like the the worst option. So, mm-hmm. but still, again,
1: again, if you had a chance to get Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, yeah, as as an organization, it. you would you would do that every yeah. single time, even you if you know the it. risks. And like clearly, they knew the risk because the Clippers every time Kawhi makes a request, they always bow down to it.
0: And and, and what they, they feared get- to happen with these injuries and injury risks. Have come to fruition, and that shit yeah. sucks.
1: And they knew about this beforehand. They knew about Kawhi's injury mm-hmm. history.
0: Kawhi, wish the best for him. But that series is over. Uh, like yeah. you said, they're down three uh, one to mm-hmm. the um, the uh, the Suns. The Suns and another team that's down three one surprisingly, it's the Cleveland Cavaliers.
1: Uh, Sur- no, surprising – emphasis on surprisingly, bold, italics, do whatever you want to the word uh, unexpectedly. Because for you. For you. I, for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, for me.
0: So let's, let's, let's hold Angus accountable real quick. And if you guys don't remember, this man said the, the, the Cavs – I asked both Angus and Aaron when Aaron was on the pod about – the Knicks and thinking that they were, I, I really thought Angus that you were going to be rooting, like giving some respect to Knicks. I really did because you yeah, re- because- were so high on them all season. And I didn't know how high you were on the Cavs, but I, I guess you were high on it. But I was the only one y'all. I was the only one that was like, I think y'all disrespecting the Knicks a little bit too much. I think mm-hmm. you're disrespecting my boy Jalen Brunson a little bit too much.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, and
0: I, I, here we are.
1: Julius Randle deserved the disrespect, though. He got benched all right, in that last game. So he deserves some of the disrespect. <laughs> but Jalen Brunson, Josh Hart, and Mitchell Robinson, those guys have been fighting for
0: New York. 100%. 100 fucking percent. And let's give R.J. Barrett some credit, too. Because
1: he had a good game, all right? He had a great game. He had one and, good and game. He had,
0: and I think the game before... I think the game before that he also had a good game. Um and and with he 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 gets the most shit, especially in this series because he was the reason why they didn't trade for Donovan and he was playing like shit the first couple games. Yeah. And and for him to hear all that living in the big city of New York and for him to respond how he has been, you got to respect that. Especially in the playoffs when this is his first playoff appearance. Oh, sorry. This is not his first playoff appearance, but second, this is like second only his second playoff appearance. And for him to respond like this, I really respect it. And I, I, I think this kid, this kid has definitely gained my respect. He's not a kid; he's literally my age. But this guy has really gained my respect. Um, and I think I, 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 have high hopes for this this team. Um, I don't think I don't think they're final. Um, I don't think they're going to make it to the finals. I think that's the Celtics, in my opinion. But this team is is. This team is dangerous, man, and and it's for the reasons I've always said. When they when you play the Knicks, you got to play their style. That's just how it's going to happen. You can't force yeah, they them. Do
1: force you to play their style. You can't
0: force them to play your style. They you have to play how they play, and they're better than everyone else at how they play. Because Jalen so Brunson,
1: they're up there, they're up there with the Heat in terms of the physicality. They they slow down the game. They absolutely grind it out. And they just torture you by getting all these extra possessions from Josh Hart. Josh Hart might be the best. I know Russell Westbrook says he's the best rebounding guard, but Josh Hart might be up there because the amount of offensive rebounds he goes for and still comes down with changes the game.
0: Yeah, you just you just see all these bruisers, man. RJ Barrett, he's not scared of uh, to be physical. Same with Julius mm-hmm. Randall. Same with Mitchell Robinson. Um, shit man if, if you've been hurt as many times as Mitchell Robinson and you're still playing aggressive like you know that's just in his blood or that's just Tom Thibodeau yeah but you can't force a guy to put his body on the line every night you know what I mean like you can't force him
1: mm. honestly I mean, got- in that game in that game the Knicks Cavs in the third quarter I saw Darius Garland taking over I was like, ooh, this is bad for the Knicks. Darius Garland was running the pick and roll to perfection with Jerry Allen, Evan Mobley. And the, the Cavs looked like a five-point lead at one point. And then I was like, yep, now it's time for Donovan Mitchell to to help guide the Cavs home. But he never showed up. Mm-hmm. Donovan Mitchell did not show up at all in the second half.
0: Yeah, five for 18, man. That's tough.
1: 11 yeah, points. Yeah, but it's, it's not the five for 18. It's the fact that I didn't even know he was on the court. No type of impact at all. He just, he looked done. He gave off the same vibes as in his last playoff series with Utah against the Mavericks. Like he doesn't want to be there anymore. I'm, maybe I'm just reading too much into it. Maybe it was just one bad game. But he just looked uninvolved. Like he was, like he was done.
0: I think with this team, it, it, and I've talked to you about this team. If you're gonna run. First of all, you you don't have enough offensive power, firepower. Like, mm-hmm. You're playing, like, this is their bench. Let me just list off. Shetty Seti Osman, Ricky Rubio, Isaac Okorio, Danny Green. Those are the four guys that played, okay? Yeah. Which of those four guys, and we talk about the Suns, you don't have a guy that can give you 10 points on any given night. Which of these four guys can give you 10 points on any given night?
1: I'll do you one better. Which one of those guys do you actually, do you actually have to guard
0: not a single fucking one. Not a single one. Not a single one. And Danny Green, I don't even know why. That was probably garbage minutes. If I'm it's three minutes, so it's probably garbage minutes. I don't know. But so that's eight guys. Yeah, and Three guys, and I would, I would argue, and I think a lot of people would agree with me on this. Karis Lavert is not an NBA starter. He's not. He's a six man. And and he's he's your third best player on offense. Like that is a problem and it's just Donovan Mitchell and- can only do so much Darius Garland is starting to realize that playoffs is a different fucking beast playoffs you can't do the same thing and score 20 like you and you you score 30 doing what you do in the regular season you do the same thing in the playoffs you'll be lucky if you have 15 so yeah. i think Darius Garland is starting to see that And this is growth, okay? This is growth. He had a decent game last game, but the game before that, like Donovan Mitchell, he was non-existent. He had no impact. If anything, he was a negative impact on their team. And Mm -hmm. it's just, it's. I think Donovan Mitchell. When you're on the court, you feel it the most. You know, there's so much being asked of me right now. So much from DG. There's so much from from me. Being asked me, and I'm playing with three other guys besides Darius Garland that can't get a bucket. None of them. I think the the Cavs were putting too much
1: into their Evan Mobley stock. We have to. Oh, have to, here, it, to is. See, is this here it is. Here it is, y'all. Here it
0: is, y'all. Here it is, y'all. <laughs> here it is. Y'all. I hear so much fucking fucking slurp of Evan Mobley from this guy. My glazing. And, I was glazing Evan Mobley up, and I keep telling him, bro, you're like. Angus took Evan Mobley in the second round of our fantasy playoffs last year, and I told him he was smoking crack. Mm-hmm. I was and, smoking and, that fentanyl, bruh. And, and it turned out he was because there he Evan Mobley was not a second-round player. He was projected to be, but I knew it was a terrible fucking projected, projection.
1: You salt her to smoke, but... Evan Mobley has struggled mightily with the physicality of the playoffs. And this is expected. This is his first playoff series. But
0: he hasn't really shown a lot all year. Like, he's shown okay, flashes it, it, of his back up a little bit. game. If you tell me he hasn't shown a lot all year, how can you tell me he's struggling in the playoffs when he's giving you the same stat line? This is just how he plays. This is just him. At some point, you just got to be, okay, this is him. They're, they're, like, Fuck the progression. Fuck, fuck the potential. This is what he's going to give you on a given night. 12 points, mm-hmm. 7 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 blocks. Like, that's what you're going to get from Evan Mobley. You can forget about him being a 25 points per game player. You, for, you can forget about him being a potential perimeter player. You can forget about all that shit. What he has proven time and time again throughout the course of entire two seasons is that Bro is a 10 to 15 points per game player and maybe 6 to 10 rebounds a game. And that's what you're going to get from him. In my humble opinion, I don't think you can run two guys like that on the same court unless you have three superstars playing together. And you don't. You have Darius Garland. Okay. You have Karis LeVert, who's barely a starter. And then you're playing with two guys that, like you said about Sabonis, they're finishing they, they finish plays. They can't make plays. They finish plays. And you have 2 only two guys on the entire team, including your bench, that can create plays. Only two guys! And Karis LeVert yeah, every every creators. five games. Karis LeVert sometimes
1: just looks like he's a random guy that you found and pick up, but you just need him so that way he can play on fives. And then he just chucks. That's how Karis LeVert plays. But it's a lack of a wing. This Cavs team doesn't have a wing. And I won't be able to properly judge their ceiling until they get a decent wing. They don't even need like they don't even need Kawhi Leonard that wing. They just need someone along the same tier as Harrison Barnes. All right. Got to mention this somehow. Which is hard to come across. Which, which is hard. Which yes, we've talked
0: about a lot in the trade deadline.
1: Yes, yes,
0: we. Yeah, you don't
1: find six eight players that can shoot, quote unquote shoot. And defend. There's and like, quote unquote, there's unquote like defend. Eight,
0: there's like eight guys in the league like that, and the Nets have three of them. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Nets have three of them. So just imagine if they got Dame. Exactly. I'm imagining. Exactly. That's why it's
1: silent. Exactly. I'm trying to imagine who else is going to help him create. Mikel Bridges? He's more of a third option still. No,
0: no, no. Yes. I, no. Mikhail his Mikhail efficiency Bridges.
1: went down when he efficiency? was forced to be the primary creator. Efficiency? I'm saying, okay, at best, he's a second option. At best,
0: I agree. I could, I, I think he could be a, a number one option, but not a, not being, not as a contending team. But he could for yeah, sure. But he could for sure be a, a solid second option on a contending team. And if you have Damian yeah. Lillard as your first option, woo, woo. Actually I'm tr- I'm starting to of fall in love with the idea. I I Dame already I already am in love with that idea. Dame Mikkel Bridges, Cam Johnson, um Nick Claxton, Spencer Dinwiddie, uh, fucking Dorian Finney-Smith, even Ben Simmons. Fuck it.
1: I think they would have to drag Ben Simmons to get Damian Lillard. I don't give a fuck. I just
0: threw it in just cuz he's a big name. Fuck it. I don't really care about Ben Simmons. Yeah, Ben Simmons is not a NBA <laughs> player anymore. And then you got Joe Harris, who's still one of the best shooters in the league. And and sometimes. Sometimes. Bro, he's a, he's good, a, he's a really shooter. good shooter. He's a really he's good a shooter. He's a sometime shooter. This season, but the but before he got hurt, and he was out for a whole year, guys. Before he got hurt, though, um, he would he he's a spot, he's a really good shooter, y'all. And and any any team can benefit from him, his spacing that he provides. So I yeah, if Dame goes to the Nets, I'm I'm kind of praying on this now. Like I really like hope this happens because that would be a fucking insane. I want to see Dame in some black. Like that would be cool as fuck. I'm buying a jersey. He does have a black jersey. He does look great in it though. I don't know. They have have all black jerseys.
1: I think they did one year. No, they had grey. But they do have black and red jerseys.
0: Yeah, black black and red is ugly, bro. Okay. Black and red is ugly, bro. Okay. Yeah.
1: But Any um, other games you want to talk about? Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. uh, I, I I I I liked the the only only notable thing that I could take that we haven't mentioned already is probably the Anthony Edwards game um, from uh, Sunday. Uh, bro, that game was almost
1: ruined by collapse in overtime. Actually, they did collapse because the Timberwolves were up by 12 with three minutes left and somehow the Nuggets still forced overtime. But yes, Anthony Edwards, future star. League is in great hands. I think I saw a tweet that said that Anthony Edwards has that dog in him, but the Timberwolves have have that cat in them. <laughs> I was like,
0: Dang. Which is funny because they're <laughs> called the fucking Timberwolves.
1: Yeah, and there's only one dog on the team.
0: It's crazy that a game... Uh, forty three, eleven, and not, uh, and six can be un- just not even talked about if you lose. And I'm talking about I'm talking about Nikola Jokic. Yeah. <laughs> that's I, insane.
1: I didn't, even, I didn't even realize he had forty
0: three until you mentioned it just now. Yeah, but, but that's that's just okay. crazy. If you lose, but you have forty three, like no one gives a shit.
1: I'm gonna add some spice to this debate. I'm not seeing Embiid doing this against a worse team. Against a team with literally a a, a guy that's two hundred and ten pounds playing center, and I don't know Nikola like, Jokic I, is doing this against Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns.
0: I don't know about that, but what I will say is that Nikola Jokic hasn't missed a game yet. And yeah, he's an he's an Iron Man. If there's one thing that Nikola Jokic is, it's reliable when it comes to health. And I think that when you're when you're debating about who's better. That is what tips the scales, in my opinion. And that is why he's won two MVPs in a row. and could potentially even win his third. I mean, it's probably not going to happen, but it could.
1: It's not going to happen because voters are tired of Joel Embiid's whining and
0: foul drawing. It's interesting, though. Like, Who do you think is, is uh, going to win? Oh, I think Embiid is going to win MVP.
1: Really? Just because... MVP, those rewards, that's just about your entire body of work throughout the season. And the the Sixers kind of had a shit start to the season, but Embiid picked it up and led them to a top 3 seed in the East, which is the harder conference. And they had the they had a better record than Nuggets, so that's that's why I think that they're, the voters are going to go Embiid. And also Embiid see, led could, the
0: league in scoring. I could see Jokic getting his third MVP in a row. I think it's I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna come down to the second place votes. Um cause I think the first place votes might favor in Embiid's uh for Embiid.
1: Yeah but I think that's how they That's how they win, right? Most first place votes.
0: I thought it was uh I thought it was just add up the points. So like first place votes is like three points second place votes is like 2 points and then third place votes are 1 point and whoever has the yeah, most I know points
1: they, I know they do that, but
0: actually you might be right. Yeah, so I think I think it right. could I think it e- could easily I think it's close, you know what I mean? So because it's close, I think it could easily go to Jokic. And I think I think I'm okay with that. Like I'm really okay with Jokic getting his third yeah, MVP. I,
1: I don't have any problem with anyone winning MVP but it's just the 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 discussion has gotten so toxic to the point where people are fat shaming Jokic or like people are pointing, people are using the most advanced stats to Why are they fat, fat shaming him? NBA. He
0: lost so much weight over the last 2 years. Like why are you fat shaming him, bro? Like why, they should be praising him for being able to score 40,
1: 20 and 10 on the most athletic dudes on this planet.
0: <sighs> he doesn't get enough praise. People, man. People, man. We made this podcast so we could keep y'all fuckers in check. You hear me? Yeah, stop <laughs> fat shaming. Uh, hey guys, I want to ask you a quick question. Angus, you too. What's better, Twizzlers or Red Vines?
1: Mm, I'm not a licorice guy. But if I had to choose,
0: it will be Red Vines for sure 100% red Vines. yeah it'll be guys red we're going to pull we're going to put a poll on our instagram tomorrow or soon and i want y'all if y'all if, if any of y'all say twizzlers you're a fucking alien what happened <laughs> you, you, you how do you like the taste of plastic I, I don't understand
1: yeah it has a worse texture it's terrible like- texture Red vines texture way better. Reminds me more of a that classic chew. One
0: hundred percent, bro. I have to. My my girl bought me one of those big ass tubs of red vines, Mm-hmm. and it's not good for my health. <laughs> bro, just eat one a day. One a day? You're tripping, bro. I got. If I'm gonna <laughs> open up that box. I'm taking at least four out, bro. You got me fucked up.
1: I made I made a full pan of brownies the other day. And I think I've only had.
0: I made them on Saturday, and I've only had three. Wow! Everyone, guys, let's give Angus a round of applause for self control, guys. I mean, if you guys are gonna fat shame Jokic, that's keeping me in check. <laughs> yeah, fat shame me, y'all. Fat shame me if anything. Come on. Um, <laughs> uh, I think that's gonna wrap it up today, y'all. Uh, we we bittersweet feeling for me and Angus. Uh, we're happy that we're actually in this series, but a couple days ago, we thought we were going to sweep them. So it's, it's just a roller coaster of emotions. Darren Fox's injury, um, the whole fucking Draymond situation, it, it's just a lot for us. But, you know, what did we expect? I mean, I couldn't tell you what to expect. This is our first playoffs. This is my first playoff experience as a Kings fan. So <laughs> I couldn't tell you what to expect, but this is definitely not what I was expecting. Uh, I was not expecting to go up 2-0 and I was not expecting for De'Aaron Fox to be out or break his break his hand in the first round. So this just sucks. Um we'll see what happens on Wednesday. I'm gonna be there. Shout out to my boy Aaron. I told him the tickets were too expensive and he was like, Yeah, I know. That's why I got them for you. So I'm going to the game. Holy
1: on shit. You're going <laughs> on Wednesday. Bro, boo I'm Draymond going- as hard as you can. Every time Draymond gets a ball, boo the crap out oh, of him. Oh, you know
0: I will. You know, I'm gonna be all the way at the top, bro, with them nosebleeds. Me and Aaron gonna be sharing an oxygen oxygen can. Uh, but we gonna they, he gonna hear me and Aaron for sure. <laughs> Damn. He's he he gonna hear he us. You're gonna end up on the pod. <laughs> Put Draymond on the pod? <laughs>
1: Yeah, Oscar <laughs> enjoying to join the pod. He'll have a post-game reaction after the Warriors lose. He's like, yeah, so we lost, but what about LeBron the other night, 2020? Knowing his ass, his glazing ass. bro. if I glaze Evan Mobley, what does Draymond do to LeBron?
0: <laughs> what is that? I don't fucking know, bruh. I-, I want... I- Fuck, dude. I was going to say, I want Fox to, like, sock Draymond Green, but he can't do that with a broken hand.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but, yeah, y'all, we appreciate you guys. Uh, we'll see y'all um, next week. Um. Yeah, we – I'm crossing my fingers on Wednesday, bro. This is this is the biggest game of the year. Um, uh, yeah probably will be in the second round I think every team will be in the second round by, by next week so we get to talk about uh, some of those matchups um, yes hopefully and hopefully Lakers, we won't be depressed hopefully hopefully a Lakers Kings matchup in the second round hopefully
1: either way we win either way Lakers Kings that's a good matchup or it's going to be LeBron versus Steph which is great for NBA history
0: no I don't want to entertain that idea of the Warriors make it to the second round yeah. let's just let, let's not talk about that all right all right. <laughs> All right, y'all. Uh, we love y'all. We appreciate y'all. And we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Peace.